everybody. Welcome back to the College Football Uncensored Podcast brought to you by Saturday Down South. I'm your host, Tyler Huck, and with me as always, Chris Marler. Chris. What are you, what are you, why are you not happy? Like, like why, like, why would you not be happy about this? You live in this state, you know, it was going to fucking happen if they won. And, and listen, here's the thing. I already know this is going to be the least listened to podcast we have. Um, (laughs) What do you call it? Um, Hold on one second. Like, anyway, I already know this is going to be the least, least listened to podcast we have, because that's the nature of what we do. Okay. And, and, and people hate Bama. I don't know why the fuck you do. I don't know why you would be pulling against no, Bama. No, no, no. I don't. I don't I and there's no reason you would Bama. want you. There's no reason you personally would ever want Georgia to win there, there, at all. And and listen, I did not y'all say I was rooting for Georgia. Y'all show out. Y'all show out when Bama loses. Not you personally. I'm saying in general. These <laughs> these people. It's the highest traffic day we have. Um, hold on. It's the highest traffic day we have every single time Bama loses. Every single time. That's that's not me embellishing. That's a fact. So I, I I can't wait to see what the numbers are now because I know people are fucking in their feelings and and oh man. So we let's not jump in there first. All right, let's let's save that conversation. It was a great weekend. We we now have a college football playoff, and just like we thought, Georgia's in it. All right, Georgia's in the college football <laughs> playoff. Um, maybe not what we thought going into the weekend, how it would look, but uh, we're gonna have. Alabama and Houston. I'm sorry, Cincinnati, because Houston couldn't get it done as we all hoped they would. Would you rather play as a Bama fan, Cincinnati or Notre Dame? Notre Dame. Because I hate Notre Dame and I would like to beat them again. Also, Cincinnati is a tough matchup for Bama. They like with Mechie out, you're gonna have the best defensive back in college football who I don't think is allowed a touchdown in two years or something like that, or however many snaps. Um, and and you know, like that. If he can lock up Jamison Williams, uh, it's gonna be a tough day. We, and we've seen we've seen teams that um, how do I put this uh, that know how to play defense um, shut Bama's def- Bama's offense down this year. Auburn's done it, LSU's done it. The best defense in college football history wasn't able to do it yesterday. Less than, like that was like less than twenty four hours ago. They, they they I don't know if you saw it. they they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. But um, I did see that. Yeah. Um, you know why? You know why? And we'll get into that like later too, but you know why? No, I don't. Because of arrogance. Because of arrogance. There was a, there was a blueprint that was that was literally put on display for you multiple fucking times. And you didn't want to do it. You know why? Because our fucking year, we're doing it our way. I love it. I just, I'm so excited. I'm so, and like this whole podcast is not going to be me talking shit to Georgia fans. It, it isn't because I, I, I'm extremely grateful for a lot of y'all. I really am. And and I wasn't, there wasn't, there was besides one person who could just get fucked. Uh, there was only one person that was like negative in what happened. You guys were like, as a fan base, great yesterday um, to me at least. And also, you know, they, they were, they were, um, I mean, I was part of the problem. I thought, I thought George was going to win by 14. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people had them winning and covering. I was, I was wrong again. <laughs> Uh, also Michigan number two seed absolutely demolished Iowa 42 to three seems like Michigan might be peaking here. So mm-hmm. tough matchup for Georgia. Georgia's the three seed. Um, that game played in Miami, um, of the first of the two I'm glad we're um, not going to Miami. playoffs and then Texas will host Alabama and Cincinnati. 
And then obviously the national championship is in what, Indy? Uh-huh. So, um, <clears throat> but it was Last a wild time. weekend all around. I mean, Utah beat the shit out of Oregon again, like the yeah. same way they did the first time. The shit with Mario Cristobal, by the way. That's They are just, they are doing Miami a horrible is, job. I cannot, by the time this is released, I'm sure Cristobal will be the, the coach of Miami. But man, I hope he turns them down because he sees how yeah. big of idiots they are. They won't, He won't, though. No, he because, because I think what he, what he realizes too is like, man, like, like first off, it's kind of like, what's the best way to put it? It's like, um, I don't say rigged. Like, it's kind of like Georgia in terms of the fact that like you haven't been able to take advantage of a time when, at least for it's different though because Bama's been dominant. Like, like the SEC East being down and and Georgia like letting like like Georgia not winning the SEC East and. 14, 15, 16 blows my mind. Like that Mizzou team in 2013 was special, but they weren't able to do that at a, at a time when the SEC East was at an all-time low. Tennessee's gone, Florida sucks, and you somehow didn't win the division those three years. Like that that kind of – and this, again, I'm not trying to shit on Jordan, but like if he couldn't win like championships then in the Pac-12 and now he's got to, diff- he's got to compete with Lincoln Riley. And, bro, he got fucking yeah. waxed by Utah. Yeah. Uh, like everyone times. thinks of of Oregon as like well the Pac twelve but they've got like physical line play like they got demolished at the line by Utah in both yeah. games. Um, I don't you know you could say maybe he was checked out but it happened the first time too before yeah. his name was even on the radar in Miami. So well, but also it could have happened yesterday. And I was told by one Georgia fan to, um, today in the Facebook group that um, maybe maybe the first time didn't matter. Like you know the game like the game didn't matter to him. So like maybe like it didn't matter to Georgia yesterday because it was uh, right. you know it was the SEC championship. And it's like who cares? Like like they've already they're already in the playoffs. So who gives a shit? So maybe that's what happened there. I, like I I've never heard of that, but I mean Could I don't be, know that Oregon much about sports. wasn't going to be in the playoffs. So um, what else? Baylor? How about? I how saw, about I missed Randall? that whole game. Oh, that was a good game. Yeah. I mean, both defenses came to play. You get Oklahoma State driving down to take the lead at the last minute. Mm-hmm. So that play First the pylon was the last play of the game? Well, it was, yeah, that was fourth down, basically. They had no timeout, so if they didn't score there, the game was over. Yeah. Okay. Insane. Um, so, Baylor, I mean, look at Dave Aranda. Good for him. Um, you know, although someone did remind me, you know, for some reason I felt like because I was thinking about you know, these coaches that took over in COVID and how it's like, everyone's like, well, Baylor didn't seem to have a problem. Dave Ronick took over in 2020 and he's got them already, you know, top 10. I forgot that Matt rule left that team. Like they went to like, I think like the sugar bowl, like they were Matt rule was the guy that had them like 11 and one. So I guess he's just kind of carried the torch. I don't know. Like I, I, for some reason in my mind, I thought that he had like built them back up from scratch, which, yeah, you know, so shout out to Baylor for winning the Big Twelve. Um, obviously, since he got it done against Houston, I was kind of hoping fourteen to thirteen at the half. It was close. Um, you know, it, I can't believe you're not even going to reference this, Tyler. The reason why I missed the entire Baylor Oklahoma State game is because I was at the, the SEC championship with our good friends at Aflac. Oh. Okay, well, why don't you go into it? <laughs> so, so Friday is like usually my off day. Um, Friday and Tuesday, and uh, so I, I don't I don't do that much on Friday 
in terms of like like typical work day. So I didn't check my email after like, I don't know, noon because it's Friday, right? Right. Friday, Friday. Um, Gotta get down on Friday. At 6.30, I check my email to post something. And, um, oh, you got that gold going right now. I like that. Um, at 6.30, I, I, I check my email and I see this post from 2.15. And I was like, what is this? And it says from the Allison group or something. I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. My ex is at it again. Click on it because I'm toxic. And it says it's a PR agency, like a marketing firm that works with Aflac. And they're like, hey, we've got two tickets to the game. <laughs> like, all we need is some social presence. Tickets are 40-yard line, 30 rows up. They're going for $3,000 a piece. And I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, uh, I mean, honestly, I was like, what the duck? You know what I mean? And uh, so Affleck, I get there it. you go. And so they were like, um, well, you know, respond by 5 p.m. and they're yours. And I was like, what? It was 6:30. I missed the whole window. I was I was like sick to my stomach. And I was like, this is just a perfect, this is like another example of like 2018 national championship. This is like, here we go. Bam was gonna lose. This is already like a missed opportunity. This sucks. So I call up there, ends up being the point of contact they put me in contact with because those tickets were gone was one of my best friends from high school, Sean Kelly. And I was like, wait, Sean? And he was like, Marler, dude. Like, I was like, what? And so, so we start, we start catching up and we start talking and he's like, dude, I got you just like, you know, cause I told him, I was like, listen, if there's anything we do in the future. Of course, it'd be a great partnership. would love it. Like it sounds like you guys have a pretty cool event going on up there at Fanfare. Text me the next morning. I t- tells me to come down there and, and there's, they're going to meet Sean Alexander and Eddie Lacey and Champ Bailey. And I was like, yeah, of course, man. He's like, I got you a ticket. I was like, what happened? Like, what do you mean? Like, got you in the game. So Affleck sent me as an influencer for the day. And I was wow. like, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was like, how did you guys, how, and he's like, dude, how many I've followers been, you have to have to be an influencer, by the way? Why does that matter? Why does that, why would you even bring that up, Tyler? Because I've got close to, I'm closing in on 600. I wonder if that qualifies. For you 600 year. on Twitter? I'm getting there. We're going to get you something. Up there. We're going to get you up. Yeah. I hit 5,000 this weekend. Well, as, and we, they were as like, an influencer would. And I was like, I was like, he's like, dude, I've been trying to get you on with us for like a while. And I was like, he's like, dude, you were background. They did a background <clears throat> check. They vetted you. And I was like, then how did I get the job? <laughs> and he, <laughs> he was like, oh, we did it through SDS. Uh, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. smart move by you. Um, but yeah, man, it was awesome. So we went down there and, um, and, and I had a blast, man. I got to meet the duck. Uh, oh yeah. Got to, oh yeah. Um, got to go. They they had he got a whole crib, man. That duck's got a whole trailer for himself. It was fucking crazy. Um, went to fanfare. I ran into like one of my buddies. Uh, from, is it like the best looking duck you've ever seen? It, this duck was so fucking fresh. It was like it, he it's so duck and fresh. He was like, like he, he was like perfectly groomed. And, he, and the, there was like I was like I I can't hold the duck right because I don't want to. And they're like no, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, but Nobody they got me in for thing, free. And he winked at you. He he kept doing a little like like shake your tail feather. I was like oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, get him, Terrio. Um, <laughs> oh, kill him. <laughs> oh, kill him. And so then they got me in the stadium. And so I'm like, all right. So I get into game mode around 3.30. And it was like 80, 20 Georgia fans. And we'll get to the yeah. rest later. Yeah. Oh, boy. Why? I don't understand this attitude out of you today. You should be, you should you be just, on cloud eight. Look, I'm on cloud you, nine. You should be cloud eight. You've just been very fresh on Twitter. What do you mean? With well, Georgia fans? Have... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know why, Tyler? Because <laughs> for four fucking months, I heard this was the greatest defense of all time. And I again, mean, I was part of you, the problem. Yes. And say I, they, they listen. It, they are on off like on paper. 
they are. Like, there's nothing to dissuade that opinion. There's, there's. Right, well, why don't we just stop avoiding talking about it? Let's just get into let's it. Let's fucking talk about it. Okay. Again, <laughs> I've been fresh on Twitter. First off, when have you, how long have you followed me for? What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> well, you know, I, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe you'd just be very happy that you guys won. I am. Oh, clearly. But, but what? But what? You know, last week we were on here and I was like, you know what? I just, I, I you know, the, you have these dogs fans calling in. They're like, man, this is the best. Like, I just can't believe we're witnessing a season like this. And I was like, you know what? I, I, I just, I hope these guys find some happiness. And then their souls were crushed. And then Uncle Chris is oh, right there. Oh, their souls weren't just, crushed. Their souls weren't crushed. There's no way that hurt, that loss hurt worse than second 26 or 2012 or, or 2018. There's no I, way. I, I've got to think it's up there for one, the worst. So listen, and I, I was wrong about the prediction and, I, and all that kind of stuff. I did try, I did kind of talk myself into you during the week that we were going to win, but it was out of ignorance. It was out of like, you know, just being a fan. I just, you know, I mean, what's the best way to put this? Like, like first off, and I said this all day yesterday, because I don't, I don't have a problem with, with most Georgia heads. I really don't. The ones I ran to yesterday were great, man. They were great. Candler Cook, I mean, fucking stand up and take a bow. Like, I, I, this dude, he's one of our listeners. He's been with like been with us since SCS days and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and he he texts me during the game. And this is this is during Bama goes goes up 14-10. Not like we're up 10-0. Like I'll I'll put out an olive branch or any kind of shit like that. Hey man, I didn't know you came to the game because I was supposed to meet up with him and I and I just totally forgot because the whole Affleck shit. Like, I didn't know you came to the game. Um let me once you become me, an influencer, you gotta kinda start ignoring your friends though. I mean I feel like that's kind of like what you do when you're an influencer. Oh, okay. Wow. I, and I'm on one today. <laughs> I'm on one today. You don't have a dog in the fight. You're sitting there in front of three Florida State jerseys. You're talking shit to me that I that I should have been what? That I should have been better about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Oh, you think you think that I you I am I am like watered down fucking Dr. Check right now compared to what Georgia fans would have been. Let me let me finish my comment of, of, okay, of Candler. Okay, okay, so Candler, right. Candler, he's like, "Hey man, I'm in the club level suite, like like you know floor like not floor seats, but center concert, but like you know like I've I've been, I've been to one SEC championship game with him before, and it was fucking wild. Tom Hart showed up, Andrew Jones showed up. There was lobster. <laughs> it's just like what? Um, so he he tells me he said, like, "Come down to you know section blah, blah blah. I'll get you and I got you." And I was like, "Bro, Damn, thank you so awesome. much, man!" Like, well, your videos on Instagram looked awesome. Like, you were like, was standing the on the field. Yeah, yeah, right behind the Georgia bench, man. Got to see that entire will taken from their fucking eyes, <laughs> like from from like twelve feet away. So, but like, but so you know, and, and also, Candler said something to me at the end of it, man. He's like, "Bro, we got a lot of people in your corner, a lot of people cheering for you." And that was honestly like, as as I, as happy as I am, and I. I'm not doing any of this to be a dick to Georgia fans. I will a flat out just just defend till I die that they would be. I mean, like fucking call them George Washington, bro, because they would be on one like like uh, just so much. I mean, like, and they would, and 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 deservingly so. That would have been a massive win for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being oh, said, right. uh, yeah, man, this is like. Like Candler, Candler, there were so many people that reached out to me yesterday that were so fucking nice and said like the nice things and also leading up to it. And I, I honestly, man, I can't tell you how much I've appreciated every single one of y'all like throughout the year, except for that one nut job from the Planet Fitness. Um, <laughs> but like, but like I mean, Chris, why he's going to call us now, kid. <laughs> I don't, regardless, but like, I, and I mean it, man. Like, I really like, I, I've, 
there's no way I would have made it through this year without, without like some of the kind words that were said from y'all. Like, and I mean, I mean that fully, like, like, you know, side, so side show rich and his family taking me in was like one thing, but I was, I was expecting this entire season to be awful. I like, I was expecting this entire season to be like just full of misery. And like, cause the internet's not, not always a kind place. And no. the shit that happened to me at the start of August, the end of July was one of the most, depressing and miserable fucking things I had to go through ever. And it was like, fuck man. It's like the last four and a half months have been like the worst, worst four and a half months of my life. And I just kind of assumed at some point it would be like, you know, people would be awful about it. And you guys have been fucking great. And I can't tell you from like the bottom of my heart, how much I appreciate that yesterday outside, like more than besides the 2015 national championship against Clemson, the one with Derek Henry and Jake Coker and all them. This is the happiest I've been after a Bama win in, in six years, but more than second, 26, more than, and and then the national championship or any game last year, and it has like little to do with Georgia. It's just been like, man, what a fucking awful, awful four and a half months. And this yesterday was just like, it felt. It just felt really good. Wow, it just felt like I texted you after the game, and I was like, congratulations. I'm shocked, but I'm not like because <laughs> I I truly and I mean you you did too, and many people thought that like. Okay, this Georgia team was different. Yeah, and I'll be, I'll be. I tweeted this out last night, um, kind of in jest, but not really. I was like, was I right over Kirk Herbstreit when we interviewed him? And he was like, yeah, I don't think really. I mean, look, Setson Bennett numbers wise, three forty three TDs, but man, those two picks were just so costly. And That's me. to me, when when you want to be an elite college football team. We've talked about this a bunch. We've talked about this with about Kirby, where it's like you can't follow the Bama model when Kirby was at Bama, where you got a stellar defense and an offense that's good enough, but you know the defense leads the way. You have to have an elite quarterback to win a college football championship. Look at, I mean, look, maybe the Coker team you just talked about. I don't think Coker was elite, but like think about the teams that have won championships over the last few years. Burrow. You've got uh, Trevor. You've got Jameis. You've got Tua. Tua. You've got. I can't think of a team where it's like, yeah, the quarterback wasn't like the best. Like, no, but the Card- Cardell Jones year, they was third string, but he was, but he was incredible. putting up numbers. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I mean, um, Jake Coker, but you have a Heisman <clears throat> Trophy winner. You could say the Cardell thing. He had Ezekiel Elliott. Um, who was twenty sixteen? That was De- that was Deshaun Watson. A right. generational quarterback, and that took a second left on the court. And by the way, the guy he beat was Jalen Hurts, who yeah. was who was the SEC Player of the Year. So you're you're spot on with what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, and it's like I don't I think we missed some. Okay, so here's one thing that I want to say. I avoided being like, and we kind of would talk about it in jest sometimes, but in the back of my mind, I was just like, man, like you go back now that we're here, we're at the SEC game, and you look back at Georgia's schedule, it really. They never got tested by an elite offense. I'm not going to say you know that the they... stat Connor told me. Connor told me this the other day. They hadn't been trailing in a game later than nine minutes in the second quarter. Right. I mean, sometimes you got to get your fucking manhood tested. Yeah, and that's. I mean, so so not only that, but that's why we I, circumcise. That's right. But but not only that, and so like we kind of avoided having that conversation. It's like, cause, cause yeah. I discredited what Georgia looked like. They looked like the best team in the country all year. Um, we'll talk about it on both sides, Tyler. Like, like you're right. Yeah. And Bama did what? 
went to four overtimes against fucking six and five Auburn. Barely right. beat LSU. But, like yeah. one score against Arkansas. Like they, well, that's they a bowl team. Those well, the other Jones are too, but still, you know what I mean. Right, right, yeah. The, and and by the way, shout out to Arkansas for landing uh, Jaden Hazelwood today. That's fucking huge, man. Yeah, they Traylon Burks has to go pro, but what? Like he'll step in right away. Yeah, huge. So that that's big for them. Um, but you know, understandably, Alabama was a was an underdog for a reason. Georgia, the same. You know, everyone's talking about the same opponents. Georgia blew theirs out way more than Alabama did, and. And it all made sense, but I think what we were we were kind of ignoring because the defense had been so good. Georgia doesn't have a guy on their offense. That I mean, look, Bowers is ridiculous. By the way, so somebody posted this too. There was his his stat or his his uh his total for yards in the game was forty four and a half. I wish I would have seen that. I would have put everything I I owned on it. Like all twenty seven dollars, dude. I would have been all fucking over it, <laughs> dude. In the fourth quarter, I felt like every play they were going to him with good reason. Yeah, um, and he was a, he was a beast. But I mean, I know Pickens was back, but I mean, you go down the list when you're getting your your leading receiver this year was was a freshman tight end, followed mm-hmm. by a guy named Lad McConkey, nice. and then mm-hmm. you've got three running backs who are all pretty good, but they're not Heisman level guys. They don't have a guy like a Jameson Williams or these guys that Bama has always had over the few years at receiver that have just yeah. torched defenses. Like Georgia doesn't have to go get a ball, guy. but he's not even he's not even Jameson. You're right. Yeah, and he's not even. I mean, I'm sure he's not totally healthy. Like he, right. he tore his ACL within the last eight months. You knew they were going to run verticals to him, and that was about it. Yeah, and I think we overlooked that man. And you could say all you want. It felt weird. I did. I was kind of on your page. You were just talking about how like you almost picked just because like, but you were just like, ah, I don't want to be a fan. Yeah. You did get that feeling. It's like, man, everyone is talking about Georgia. And when Bama's well, an saw, underdog, dude, and, which bro, is very stat. rare. Say it. Say the fucking stat, man. No, I don't know that. You know the stat probably exactly. I don't know the exact stat, but. Well, hey, I don't want to like, say I know it exactly, but <laughs> it, it says it. <laughs> um by the way, you know somebody quoted my stat, my graphic about Bama getting penalized the most in any game every time they've been Jordan Hare over the last. Somebody quoted that in front of me on the escalator, just like offhand talking about. it. I was like, oh, that was me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's um, cool. No, so, yeah, it's pretty cool. So um, no, so the stat was it, they've only been an underdog twice in the last you know ninety two games or something like that, right? Like hundred however many games it was since it's two thousand nine. The last time they were uh, the last two times twenty fifteen against Georgia they were one point underdog twenty or 2009 against uh, Tebow and Florida. And this is the year they're coming off a championship. They're undefeated, all that kind of shit. They're number one in the country. They were a five-point favorite. You know, I hate a five-point favorite. Mm -hmm. So then you go back further in 2008. In 2008, they were were an underdog against Florida in the SEC championship by 10, even though they were number one team in the country. They were an underdog to Georgia in the blackout game by six and a half, and they were an underdog to Clemson in the opener. Um, that was a nine versus twenty-three matchup, the first first game of what I consider the saving era, to be honest. In two thousand eight, uh, that's when Julio and Ingram and all that, that whole class came in. They were a four-point underdog, so I, I threw out the stat because like my like my boss sent it to me. And he's like, "Hey, Chris, like, like, can you post this? But can you not spend two hours making a graphic about it? Like, can you utilize your workday better?" And I was like, "Yeah, I can do that." <laughs> But I also have a better spin on it because you talk about this game. This is now the fifth time since 2008. So 192 games. Think about that. Like the fifth time in 13 years. 
that Bama was a an underdog by a touchdown or less. And in the four previous games, they were 4-0. They won all four by 10 points or more. And they won by an average of 18 points per game. And I was like, good Lord. And, and I remember posting that and even thinking to myself, I was like, but this Georgia team is different, you know? Yeah. And, and and Georgia fans felt the same way. And, and I get why, man. Because because the thing is, it's not just the fact that, like, like Georgia fans were arrogant because – sure because we're fans right like you know but it also it wasn't like it was without merit you know like right. they had and they've had they the had, number one recruiting class in the country for the last couple of years i mean they've got equal talent to bama if, bama if not more not if you ask them but yeah um but you, you know you, but you sat here all year watching this and it's like you know i threw out the stat last week they had a 32.4 um points per game scoring margin like i mean that is a that, like there, there's been four teams that have finished the season in, in power five that have finished the season with 30 points or more in their, in their average uh, margin of victory since 2005, Texas in 2005, um, Clemson in 2018 and Florida state in 2013. Also Ohio state in 2019, but they didn't win because they had that heartbreaker to, to Clemson. So three of the four won a national championship. Also in the off season, we're a thousand percent doing a deep dive on that 2013 FSU team. Cause those numbers oh, are fucking stupid. They, they beat, awesome. they beat ranked, they beat five ranked teams. They beat three in the top 10. They beat three teams that finished ranked still like all, all of their numbers hold weight in comparison to any other team that, oh, that I just listed. You. I'm glad yeah. you finally realized all of them. I, all it, it, I, <laughs> And their average margin of victory against ranked teams was 37.3. It was fucking crazy. I can't wait to do it in the offseason. But yeah. anyway, but I say that because all those games, like all that confidence wasn't without merit. It wasn't like we've seen in the past where it's just Georgia fans, quote unquote, being Georgia fans and kind of being arrogant. But this is our year. It felt that way. And it felt that way because of what we've seen for 12 straight games with Georgia and what we've seen with Bama. Like Bama, yeah. Bama was in the fourth quarter against Tennessee. You you pointed out Arkansas. Arkansas is a nine win team, man. Like look yeah. at look at LSU and Auburn. That LSU game was at home. LSU gave like fifty points to Florida the week before. It, it, none of it makes. Speaking of Florida, of, early Florida. I mean, I guess they were still engaged at that time. But think about how bad Florida ended up being by the end of the year, and that game was close. Two points. You and and you listen. You could argue. You argue Jordan Battle doesn't make make a tackle on whoever LSU's running back is. I can't remember his name right now. Um, Price, Davis Price. Yeah, yeah, Davis Price. Um, if he doesn't make that tackle, they lose, right? Because they won by six, right? It was like 20 to 14. They mm-hmm. miss an extra point. If Florida doesn't miss an extra point, they don't have to go for two, and, and they end up getting stopped and losing by Dan two. Dan Mullen probably has the job still. It, possibly so. And if you and you also, if you, wow, yeah, that kicker, man. Oof. <laughs> um, but like, if they get the two-point conversion, you go to overtime. I don't see Bama winning that game. Auburn, go for two, Harson. What the fuck are you thinking about? You, right. Maybe you win that game. There's so many things that happened that season that Bama, Bama could have been eight and four. Bama could have been nine and three. Like we're not even talking yeah. about winning the division. But at the same time, and this is something that that, that it, this is what led also to that kind of confidence about like, all right, well, it is still Bama, right? There was somebody we're doing like one of these Twitter spaces last week, and he said, and in losses this year, Bryce Young has not looked good. And I was like, I'm going to stop you right there because you said losses. He has and one loss. Yeah. He has one loss, and he did it by it was by three points on the road. At some point, yet like I think it was Adam Spencer that might have said it. If we're gonna have a, a whole separate special interview with him tomorrow, or actually episode with him, I didn't tell you about this. Um, you're not gonna be on it. It's fine. Uh, it's like a basketball thing, and also it's highlighting. He, he oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, what a be. day for Bama! Huh? Just beat Gonzaga <laughs> in basketball too. 
Hey, we beat Gonzaga. <laughs> we were up by like 16 and a half. Um, anyway, no, but so so we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have him on, but it, but he brought the point too. It was like at some point you gotta credit this team for finding a way to win. You know, we talk all the time about how Kirby's doing it with defense. How many, how many national champions have we seen before this fucking era of like just before this offensive era where you're putting up 40 and 50 points a game and blowing people out? How many times did you see games like that, that were seven points or less? I mean, it, a lot. It, football mm-hmm. was like a little bit more competitive when it was like, all right, you know, we're going to run the ball two out of three downs. It, so at some point, you got to give you got to give Bama some credit. And, and it, was, it was yesterday was cool, man. Yesterday was cool. <clears throat> so now let's get into the actual game. CJ Stroud, are you still the Heisman favorite? Are you fucking kidding me? I they asked me this morning on radio, Tyler. They said, they said, <laughs> they go, Bryce Young, did he uh Bryce Young, did he did he win the Heisman yesterday in your eyes? And I was like, in in like I almost I almost <laughs> like couldn't get words out. I was like, in my eyes, like if there's a single person in It'd this be country, Stevie Wonder and uh bro, <laughs> like if, if there's a single person in this country that doesn't have Bryce Young as their Heisman winner, yeah, have your fucking vote taken away immediately. It, that that is, was a, that was an all time performance, man. I, it was. I was over at a neighbor's house, and uh, there was two unaffiliated parties. Me and my other neighbor who went to Georgia Tech. We have lowly teams over here. We went over to our Georgia friend's house to watch the game. Yeah, and I think it was like mid third quarter when it already. <laughs> Didn't look good for Georgia, and he the the Georgia fan went to the bathroom. I went to my body because I you know you don't want to talk shit right in front yeah. of him when he's no, getting no, all frustrated about the game. Yeah. But I did, but, but I was like, uh, man, Bryce Young is on one right now, huh? He's like, yeah, this is pretty insane. And I was like, I dude, so the the play, <laughs> so let's let's get into like the game itself. So, and we'll get into the Bryce part in a second. Started out great for Georgia. They go up by ten points, which, which right. Which I mean, look, it's not you're never saying that's putting the game away, but you're like, man, like not for Georgia. The the script that if you were a Georgia fan, you were afraid of was Bama goes right down the field on the first drive and scores, and then you're Get like, the ball well, first. Now, what are we gonna do? What a great, what a great, like if, if you would have told me that, that Kirby would have taken the ball first, I would be like, there's no fucking way, there's no need right. to. And then he did it, and I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant, that is brilliant because because I thought they would go right down the field on us, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and and. Like it had, it had the feel, and this is probably because of something like I've, I've said in the past, like uh, Bama or like that 2011 team, you go up by nine points, it's over. And I felt that way about Georgia a lot, maybe not with the this Bama offense, but still. So like I great job. And you end up Bama gets a stop. Georgia gets a stop. Georgia goes down that you hold it to a field goal. And I mean, Tyler, when I'm telling you in the stadium, it felt like, God, that was such a huge fucking win to hold them to a field goal. Cause it, it just like you, you had this worry that it was going to get out of control. Then you mm-hmm. punt them deep and you're like, just don't give up a 97 yard touchdown drive. That's all eight plays, 97 yards. <laughs> like, okay, here we go. <laughs> so they take a 10, nothing lead. And I, and I will say this, the best play design I've seen maybe all year against this Bama defense and, and, and with Georgia's offense they ran this play where, and I forgot what the formation was. It couldn't have been 12 personnel because um, it was, but McConkey and Brock and Brock were on the Brock Bowers were on the same side. And Brock is like, I want to say if you're three wide to your right, if you're like trips to your right, I want to say it was like Pickens or somebody out to the right. 
Bowers in the middle and then McConkey like in like the slot slot. Right. Mm-hmm. And Bowers runs this like drag route. Like it looks like a post at first and just drags across the field and three defenders just drip with them. Right. And McConkey comes right behind him, wide open 22 yard gain. It was fucking beautiful play design. And honestly, Munkin has, I don't think he's got enough credit this year. Like, no, he hasn't. He might be a head co- coaching candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, and you're looking and you're you're thinking, wow, Georgia. But in the back of your mind, if you're a Georgia fan, you you know, even at ten nothing, mm-hmm. you have to know. You think they knew? I think they knew. And look, I'm from Georgia. I've, I, I'm every sport in Georgia, but UGA. I'm a fan of, or or Atlanta at least. Yeah. You know, we all know because this this city. Thank God for the Braves this offseason because it. You just know that this isn't over till the literally the fourth quarter is over and yeah. we're winning because yeah. that's Georgia sports in a nutshell. And oh, I remember. And look, ten and the ten and the ten ten point lead is not. That's not like a huge. That's not like a Georgia meltdown. Now the no. final score. The final score. Now I'll tell so you this. That might Tyler. be that might be kind of just an overall meltdown. When but. you get, but here's the thing. This is like in baseball. This is like in baseball. Remember my coach, Coach uh, Cassiano would always say this. Coach C, you go up and put out a crooked number, right? Like you you go out and put a crooked number. You better fucking go back out there and, and fucking shove. Like you you better you better go one two three and get off the fucking field. Like so when you go up 10-0, I don't know. There's a lot of things you can do, and you could even give up a touchdown. What you can't do is give up a three-play 75-yard drive and let Jamison Williams just fucking split you open like a hog and, and just and, and outrun everyone on the fucking field. Like, and he had the Jets, too. Bro, like, but what was the defense doing? Like, because he was he didn't have somebody within him from 10 yards on either side of him. There was no one around him. I, okay. And that's when Bryce took over. Bryce Young, because you you start looking at these stats, Tyler, and it's like this this Georgia D has been so fucking good, man. And and I saw a lot of predictions 27-17, 24-13. And and to be honest, I was like, we're only gonna give up 27 points. I don't think that's I don't think that's happening. But it was kind of weird to also think Bama would only score that amount, right? Right. But you saw him do it against Auburn, and you saw him do it against LSU. And but when Bryce Young on, on when they're down they're down 10-7, Bama's defense gets another stop, and you're like, fuck, man. Like Pete Golding just continues to to fucking ball despite all these like haters and, and stuff like that. And See that video of him after the game? That wasn't Pete Golding. Oh. Kristen was not happy about that. Because that shit went everywhere and people were like, oh, like Pete Golding just like he's got a wife and three kids, man. Yeah, that's why I think everyone was like, hey. Yeah, maybe maybe we just check. So first. there's just a guy that looks exactly like Pete Golden. Golden yeah, on the I'll side. give you his name. Hold on, one second. Like, you know, I'll, you you keep talking about it, but like, yeah, because I mean, like I, I sent it to to Kristen. I didn't know he was married. Um, yeah, it's Jake. Hold on, hold on. Of course, of course. Um, oh no! Oh, I deleted almost all of our thread. It's okay. Okay, but anyway, the guy's name is Jake. Something probably like a GA. Yeah, and he and, and they they like they they're dating and yeah the whole it, some, i think it was like cfb stars posted some shit about that and they were like 
wow, what is this man doing? And then every comment, of course, is like, don't even give sh-. you can see we looked at the camera. He knew he was caught. And I was like, it's not him. You're ruining this guy's marriage. It's fine. But also <laughs> love, love's not real. So it's fine. Um, but like, so, so, but you go, you start going to the the second, like touch well, that fourth quarter. That second quarter was 24 straight, <laughs> four straight scoring drives, three of them touchdowns, gave the tide of 24, 17 lead at the break. Scored more points in a single quarter than Georgia had given up in uh, a game all year. You had outgained, you had 365 yards in the first half, which is 22 yards short of the most that anyone put up on Georgia in a a full game all year, which was Tennessee with 387. Um, You take the lead. uh, And, 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 you know, it's amazing. By the way, best SEC championship game passing half in history. Mm -hmm. First half, 286 yards passing. Um, The longest play that Georgia has given up all year with the the Jamison Williams touchdown. Third most uh, passing yards they've given up to a quarterback all time. But, but like, you get into the actual game, right? There's a play in the second quarter where Bryce is, is like, under pressure. And and people drag Roman Harper for saying that Georgia didn't have exotic blitz packages. I thought it was dumb, too. He was right. I mean, Kirby Kirby did – Candler told me this, and he, and he – it was such a good point. And I thought he was wrong when he first said it, but he, but he wasn't. He, he said – Kirby. it's almost like Kirby's doubling down on all of the things he's been wrong about in the past. Like I, I'm going to do this my fucking way. And he didn't do any exotic blitzes. He didn't overload Evan Neal's side. Like I thought he should have. And he, he didn't, but there was a play where Bryce, Bryce gets up in the pocket. Bama's offensive line. It allows zero sacks in this game. Zero. Which is just coming off that Auburn game. I mean, I just, it's just crazy. Like I, I, so, I did not see that coming. I no, mean, yeah, just crazy. But, but Bryce steps up. And as he's as he's about to get hit, just last second, like option pitches out to his right, and I think he hit B. Roberts, Mechie, or one of them, wide open on the sideline, and he just runs for a first down. It was like holy shit, that that right there is a Heisman moment. And then he did an, he did another one late where he like stepped in the pocket and there's a guy like taking him down from behind, and he and he like he throws forward at the last second, and we we get like an eight yard gain out of it, and it was that kid was so fucking special yesterday, and. And and listen, you could say all you want about Bama played out over their heads. Bama is the best game Bama's played all year. Oh, yeah. I would say it is. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I'm not saying absolutely. it's over their heads, though. I think they just hit their potential. And Bill O'Brien, he he was he was in his bag. And it, and like and listen, see, here's the thing, man. Like there's a there's still season left. I said this is Georgia fans yesterday. Okay. Like you have everything in front of you. What's a better story for you guys than, than, than playing Bama again, getting revenge when it matters in quotes in the national championship and winning then there's not a better, like there's still so there's still so much season for you guys to play for or so many things left for you to play for. And there's still season left, but here's the thing about yesterday. And this is what, this is what was, this is why I was probably on one in your, in your words on Twitter, <laughs> because listen, I, I, I said that they were, I said they were better. I thought they would win. And, and so I, I get it. I don't, I didn't feel like they talked too much shit. I know Hoyt posted something about like the coronation from it's coronation day. Those are words that I used on this podcast. So I, I get it. When you, when you come out the day after getting your ass beat and, and, and let's make just no mistake about it. We whipped their fucking ass yesterday for 60 fucking minutes. 
Okay. Or 45. Um, so, but like when you, when that happens and then you start coming out and saying, well, the game didn't matter. It was on the SEC championship or, you well, know, it's, greatly to them. This is a wake up call. Fuck right off with that mentality. Y'all fucking miss me with all that. Because first off, if you like, I, I, it matters in general. It's the SEC championship game. Okay. It matters in general. If you're a Georgia fan telling me that that, that game didn't matter to you yesterday, in an alternate universe, I would have loved to see your fucking reaction if they won and, and getting 14 years of a monkey off your back. Okay. I mean, like, it, it definitely mattered. And you have no fucking excuse. Like, it wasn't the injuries. You had Pickens back. You used Darnell Washington in, in a way that we, he should have been used for two years. There was a beautiful play call there, too, with the first touchdown. You had the number Ridiculous one defense. Catch. Yeah. Like, Chris, Chris Smith played. Um, it, like, you, you, you played Charleston Southern and Georgia Tech in the two weeks prior to this. You were healthy. Jordan Davis played, kind of. I think playing those two teams back to back hurt them more than it helped. Oh, them. shut up! Anyway, <laughs> maybe it did. <laughs> like, I but, mean, but there's what I'm saying is there's no fucking excuse for what happened yesterday. You got your ass kicked, and and that's fine because there's still plenty of season left for you guys. But let's not allegedly, no, allegedly. Let's not. <laughs> no. <I'm just> <laughs> but let's like. But let's also. In this moment, we're going to call a spade a spade and, and, and tell you exactly what happened. Because you went out there yesterday with everything you've wanted in front of you, an undefeated season, an SEC championship, going in, you had a chance to fucking put your foot on someone's throat in the game when you were up 10-0. And, and also metaphorically in the whole season because you could have ended Bama's season yesterday. Tell, tell me a better story, Tyler. Tell, tell me a better story than, than, than getting to end Bama's season. And I heard the narrative beforehand. It, you know, this is, bro, the person I was supposed to go to that game with. I want you to see the end of the Saban dynasty in person with your own two eyes. I love you, Philip Joyner. Fuck you, bro. I mean, like, at the same time, because I heard it in 2015. I heard it, I heard it every single year prior. Let's, let's call a spade a spade. You went out there. And you pissed your pants in public again. And, and I just, you, you could have ended Bama season yesterday. You could have done what Auburn didn't do, what LSU didn't do, what Arkansas didn't do, what Florida didn't do. You had the chance to do all of it. And you had a better team than everyone else in the fucking country. And I watched from this, I watched from 12 feet away the entire will of that team be taken away from them in real time. And it was fucking awesome. Awesome. So this seems maybe like hot takey or like trying to have yes, a, maybe like it. an opposite take. I really don't think Stetson Bennett has anything to do with why they lost. No, he put up three hundred something yards, dude. He and and he was and he. It's not just the yardage. He was throwing some dimes. He just had two massive mistakes. Because I'm sure you, as a Bama fan, were thinking the same thing. But did you think they were going to be coming? They were coming back there for a second. Georgia. Yes. No. Your Twitter timeline would say differently. Yeah, I did. It. <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment. There was a because when we we picked him off in the third quarter, I was. That, in but that was when that's when I felt like it was it. 
officially had like I was like okay well they're not going to come back but like right. it felt like they were coming back until the, he threw that pick because they were going into the, not the pick six I'm talking about the no pick. no no the first pick. oh yeah 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 I, I looked over at this guy Ryan Manthe who was who was um Cameron's old roommate and and I, I leaned over he's in the middle of talking to me about something it's it was bizarre man he was this great dude he was like not in a rude way but Cameron told me your fiance left you and broke off the engagement I was like yeah there's other things that happened in my life that could also be used as descriptors <laughs> but yes and he was like same thing happened to me like and i was uh, like oh he's like well i mean i broke up with her i was like so not the same thing cool all right <laughs> <laughs> but he so we're sitting there talking and, and we just had a great conversation man we're just talking about like real things and and um and we're also like on the field level so it's hard to see over the bench right so i'm kind of watching it from like the big screen but he was talking about something and it was like really nice and, and you know giving advice and all that kind of shit and in the middle of whatever he was saying at this moment, because I don't remember what it was, I just leaned over and I go, and that's your fucking ball game. And because I was so fired up, I was like, this is it. Like that, that is the like it, it I was a little bit worried in the fourth quarter for like a minute because I don't want to be like a Georgia fan here, but it, Slade Bolden a thousand percent got a first down on a third down play with like eight minutes left. We're up by 14. And they marked him a full yard and a half short. And I was like, there's no fucking mm-hmm. way that he's that short. And there's no fucking way that's not going to be reviewed. Pretty pivotal, like pr- pretty pivotal moment in the game. And nothing was said. And I'm I'm behind, I'm like just surrounded by Georgia fans. And I'm like, I'm, I'm just saying it over and over to myself, like, like, but louder each time, like a fucking, you know, white woman at a, like a Mexican restaurant asking where the bathroom is. Where is Albano? And I'm like, I'm like, there's no fucking way that it's not going to be reviewed. And they, then we punt and I'm like, I just like about erupted because it was that. And so that's when for a brief moment in time, I did tweet that out. Huh? I was like, this is not good. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah. You know. But yeah, but well, then he threw that pick. That was just this devastating blow for, for Georgia. I mean, yeah. and I knew, I knew the narrative would shift him in. Fucking Stetson Bennett could have been JT. You know what? JT Daniels, clearly something's wrong. Right. I, I just, the kid doesn't seem like he even cares about not playing. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. It's weird. And he's healthy. And I mean, but, but it doesn't help the narrative that Kirby does not know which quarterback to start. And I heard it yesterday, man. I heard it yesterday. And I don't know if I agree with it, but it's, and it's a lot of the voicemails, it, too. It is, it is surprising. We're going to close with all the voicemails. Yeah. There's all of them in a row. It is surprising yeah. that he didn't put him in it at all. I, like I could, I, I could, you could make the case for sure. I, I, I don't know. I, like maybe, maybe that's what you don't want to have on tape. Like I, I, I kind of thought the opposite. Clint Lamb and I talked about this. So like, you know, for a while, like you, if you're, if you're down, I remember we said it and people thought we were crazy. I, I brought it up to, to the, to Georgia fans. They were like, only one of them was like, that's a really good point. And they were like, I was like, what, what if just for some fucking unknown reason, you guys are down by 14? Just, I mean, like, I know, it, like miracle, miracle it happens, right? Like, God forbid Saban does what Saban's done for 14 fucking years, you guys. And we're up by 14 in the second half. Do you bring in JT Daniels just so you have tape on it and other people have to prepare for it? And they're like, that's, well, I, well, I doubt. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter either way. But it's, yeah, I mean, it's surprising that they did not make the adjustment. I mean, you know, it it, it felt it, it, I, the whole thing the whole thing shifted when Bama was up seventeen ten. When we went up fourteen ten, 
I looked at the play. I looked at the the, the clock, and it was like, oh, fuck yeah, it's got to be almost halftime, right? There was ten minutes left in the second quarter. I was like, this fucking sucks. There's no way I make it through this game, and and then we end up we're up seventeen zero, and something happens like where we don't score. I don't remember. And they they score two minutes left in the first half, and in the the eruption from the the crowd, it felt so much more like okay, thank God, than like yeah yeah we're fucking back. It was like okay, right. okay yeah. and I remember looking at the clock, and, and for the first time in a while, because I have, I haven't seen Bama run a two minute drill in the first half almost all year, and I've been frustrated right. about it several times. And 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 I was like, I tweeted out it. I tweeted about it. I was like, you know, now would be a good time for that. And Bryce, Bryce got in his fucking bag. And is, I mean, that, that right there's a huge answer because you get the ball back and start the second half. And that's that, excuse me, that in and of itself is where you question Kirby because for whatever reason, he continues to overthink the situations and the situations seem to be too big for him. How about the going for on fourth and nine when in the third quarter? I didn't understand that at all i the only thing i could think was if you kick the field goal there you're still down by 11 two scores right sure so you're, down, you're down by two scores either way if Where you go for the it they were within field goal range yeah but like it was like at the 35 i feel like or 30 yeah it, yeah, yeah it just it for me it was like it felt like it was too early, and it. it, it I did t- no. I totally think that that was the wrong call. I mean, and it's not even in hindsight. Like we were like, why is he going for it on fourth and nine? This doesn't make any sense. Right, right. Was he Sam Pittman? Um, I mean, the analytics I know these days they they basically have you go for it on fourth down a lot. But the anal- there's no fucking way Kirby Smart's looking at analytics. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no way. Kirby Smart trusts his good brother, um, and it's full of banana pudding and sorrow right now. So, but but he he said like. I just, it's, it, it seems to me from watching this over and over and over and, and, and guys, like, I'm not, it, I'm not trying to like put salt in the wound. And I, I know like if a Georgia fan's still listening to this podcast, you're thank you. I mean, you're a fucking <laughs> yeah. hero. You know what I mean? Like, cause, oh my cause, God, I, yeah. cause I, I, this is like how many times have you had to go through this? I fucking get it. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is like the nature of our job. This is what sometimes I think people missed last year and don't understand is they think that we're like just a, I'd be like a Bama Homer podcast. And admittedly, I'm I'm like letting the fan out in this one because of how much I enjoyed yesterday. But like we cover SEC football and Alabama just won the SEC for the seventh time in 10 years. So I don't know what you guys want us to talk about like the day after the SEC championship game. But, but you know, regardless of all that, what is what has seemed to be to me happened consistently is that the moment is too big for him at times. And he does stuff that is inexplicable. And it's like, what are you doing? Why would you why would you make that decision anyway? Lost in this. Obviously, the John Mechie got a shout out him, torn ACL. That sucks, you know. Um, especially going forward. Still got two games to win. Um, never want to see it for a talented player like that either. So shout out to John Mechie. Um the weirdest thing about all this is we are talking about this like Georgia has been eliminated from the playoffs. Right, right. And they're not. And they're not. And they still have the same team they had before yesterday. Yep. But Kirby is going to have to have an all-time coaching performance over the next two games if they make it that far because 
you can't sit here and wallow in this because you're you're about to play what has been over the last few weeks a complete buzzsaw in Michigan. It was people a that very are underestimating Michigan are fucking idiots. Joe Morrison, I love you to death, bro. Like idiot, like what we're doing with Michigan is what we're doing with all the Fast and Furious movies, and you think it's funny because we've made fun of them in the past, but they're good movies. Okay, yeah. they're good movies, and this is a good team. And just yeah. because Fast and Furious three and seven sucked, doesn't mean that four, five, and six or the twenty twenty one Michigan Wolverines are bad. I'll say it. I'll say it right now. <laughs> no, but seriously, Michigan, like they're good. They're 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 good, and they're rolling right now. And if you're Georgia, you're thanking God that we've got three weeks till that game because you got some time to get past it. Well, if that was if that was next Saturday. <laughs> I don't know if I wouldn't. I, I think Michigan would win the game. Honestly, I do. No, and, and here's the thing. Too, and they I, might I, still, but right. <clears throat> I've said this from, from the beginning of when Georgia was number one, and or like maybe it was 2019. I don't remember. Um, but there, there was one time I remember talking this, about this with with Georgia fans because it was like this is the thing y'all don't get about about Bama. Okay, it's so easy to sit here and be like, well, Bama just wins because they don't play anybody. Well, that's fucking stupid. And here's all the reasons why. Here with facts. Well, Bama only wins because they get all these five stars. Like, well, that's also fucking stupid. Here's all the other talented teams around them, right? And and like it's so easy to minimize success. We I say it every week. It seems like now we're a nation of haters. We have the like fans have the hardest time giving credit to anyone else's success. And at the same time, I'll tell you what my high school baseball coach said to me, which is one of the greatest quotes of all time, even though we didn't get along, shockingly. Um, People will forgive you for a lot of things in life, but success is not one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why people hate Bama. That's why I hate the Yankees. That's why people hate, you know, Saban, all that kind of stuff. And one of the things that goes along with all of this, because it's not just let's go out there and win a football game 14 times or 15 times in, uh, in the fall. It's all of it. Now you get to you get to wear the big boy pants. Make sure you hold on to Lanning. Make sure you hold on to Munkin. Make sure you keep that locker room over break. Make sure you get everyone still focused. These kids that aren't getting in, getting reps, these kids that aren't getting enough touches and all that kind of shit. When they go home to their families over Christmas break and people get in their ear, make sure you keep all that shit on the outside. Because now is when the tough the tough part starts. It, it, especially in hiring season, bro. Twenty eighteen. I said it a thousand times. That team came walking out of the locker room. And you you find out like onto the field for the national title. You find out afterwards, Loxley had one foot out the door. Gaddis and and Enos were fucking arguing, or Gaddis and, and Loxley were arguing all week about who was going to be the play caller for the game and who deserved to be because he was leaving. And Enos leaves in the middle of the fucking night to go to Miami. Like now is when you get the Gaddis work is big doing wins. work at Michigan, by the way. I'm sure it took him long enough, man. Fuck Gaddis. I don't give a shit about that. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that whole fucking squad, that whole coaching staff. I just, I mean, I don't, uh, probably shouldn't say that as, a, as being my profession, but this is comfortable, uncensored, so we say a lot. <laughs> oh, by the way, also, I got so this. This kind of pissed me off last night. Um, I, I'm sitting there in the, in the club level thing. I keep, I keep saying in the club, like we're in the club level thing, and, and this, it happened a few times yesterday where it, it, it means the world to me when this happens. It really does. But when someone will recognize me like in public and they're like, are you Chris Marler? I'm like, because my first thought for the longest time, man, for the longest time, I was like, fuck, yeah. am, I about, <laughs> am I about to get hit in the face? Like, because, yeah. I, because I've said some things in my time. So, you still might think that from time to time. I did yesterday. So I'm, 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 there, I'm there in the club and this guy goes, he's just like kind of like eyeing me and it kind of looked like Kyle Price. And I fucking, I've, been, I've tried to apologize to this kid like a thousand times. Like it's just not happening. So the kid comes up and I was like, 
He's like, are you Chris Marler? I was like, yeah. Why? Because because I think Bama had just done something and I showed out. I was like, let's fucking go or whatever, right? And he's like, all right, ear muffet, uh, two of you, I guess. He's like, bro, you got to come back to the other podcast or the SCS pod. And I was like, why? And he was like, I just I fucking miss you on there. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, it's so, it's so he's just like, he's like, you're fucking great. I'm a big fan, blah, blah, blah. goes on and on and on. And we just hit it off. He got me, got me a beer. Just like the nicest dude ever. Just like this, the nicest dude. We had, we had a blast, man. He was, he was fucking great. And then he was like, I was like, so you, he doesn't really consider you the B squad. No, fuck that guy. And I hope you're listening too. <laughs> I hope you're listening. I don't remember your name. You messaged me on Facebook a thousand times. I'll call you out right now. <laughs> Bro, that guy, that 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 dude, that that dude said all this shit talk on Facebook, made personal attacks about me and our podcast and my job in a Facebook group that I created like for a podcast that he follows. So at, with all of that being said, I was like, I feel like I'm winning this, sir. Yeah. And then kept messaging me in this most misguided, dumb, dumb way, which was like, like he was trying to explain himself for being a dick. And like, I, I tried to apologize. I'm like, are you like, bro, own it. I don't get, first off, I don't give a shit. Like I, I'm trying to work right now. Like this is, it's, it's a set. I don't care. I don't care about it. If you, if you think that somebody coming into a, a Facebook group where you're following me, you people aren't, people are fucking signing up for this group to follow you, sir. I don't know who you are. Like, I'm not trying to be arrogant, but like the, the, just the way all that works, it was just so dumb. And it, it's like he kept trying to pat himself on the back for for apologizing for being an asshole. Like he wanted to convince himself that he wasn't a bad person for the shit he said. Oh, maybe he's going through some stuff. Right? I, maybe he is. If he is, maybe <laughs> DMs are open for that. <laughs> for, for that. that. Yeah. Not for not for whatever that was that he did yesterday. Anyway. So, anyways, so, you were talking so, to this guy. So, and so I'm sitting there, and he's he's just like kind of going on and on about like you know the the new format for the other podcast, and and, and they're doing great, man. So like you know, but I you know. Not, it's not maybe things aren't for everyone i know i'm not and so so he goes i, I finally come around i was like you know there's another podcast right and he was like no and i was like what and he goes i was like what what other skill sets do i have like what, what do you think i'd be fucking doing right now i'd be a substitute pe teacher like what like what and he goes he goes oh i didn't know that i was like yeah cultural and he's like oh no shit and i was like yes we've had a we've had another just you know I'm on one, so I'll just I'll stay on one before we get to the next one. But it's almost like mentioning it three times in the in March wasn't gonna be what got all of the listeners to know what happened. Moving on to the calls, we got a lot of them. Yee. Oh boy! All right, I need you to allow me to share the screen. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> fajita. Oh man. Um. All yeah, right. Are you feeling better? So there's. Uh, finally, yes. Um, yeah, and I was very bummed because I was oh, really looking forward to doing that preview pod. Yeah, Gordy killed but, it though. Shout out to Gordy, man. Yeah, thanks for filling in. I appreciate it. Um, okay, so this one actually came in Friday before the game. <laughs> First time, long time. I love it. Oh, god. Hey, T Hut, Uncle Chris. First time, long time. Just wanted to call in on Friday before the big game tomorrow, before the brown liquor starts flowing pretty early in the morning. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Say that, you know, Uncle Chris, you said earlier in the season oh, no. that if and when Georgia wins the natty, that our fan base is going to be, you know, what do we say, 
a little douchey, maybe, a little hard to handle. And I just wanted to call and say, you know, if the dogs do take care of business tomorrow, which I'm calling it 34-21, we'll see. But we said them, right? Anyway, just want to let you know I'm not one of those guys. I'm going to handle it with class and dignity, even though I was a year old the last time the dogs won a national championship. That's not going to play into – you know, how I react afterwards. We're going to keep it classy, and we're not going to get the big head about it. So oh, man. you guys keep up the good work. <laughs> keep it, keep doing a good job with this pod. I look forward to it twice a week, every week. And, and uh, yeah, go dogs. See, this okay, is now, why. Now you see, feel a little bad. I do feel a little bad. I do yeah. feel a little bad. But so, and, and to be honest, I kept waiting for it to be like, <laughs> yeah, we are going to be assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, because I've heard that from other people. But thank yeah. you, man. It also... I'm not trying to be. This is not. And it's I not that you can still win the championship. That's yeah. The thing. There's so much season left for you guys. Yeah. But did you notice when? Did you read the the bottom there when he was during his thing? Did you see what the last line said? Yeah. So to, <laughs> to reference what Chris is talking about, um, the Google Voice it attempts to decipher what the voicemail says into text, kind of like you get on your iPhone yeah. voicemail. But what did you read? Okay. Why are you making me read it? Why don't you read it? Well, I I just deleted it after I played it. Said, it said, so "Yeah, like go it. dead dogs." <laughs> it did say. Which is, which is so much. And let me, you know, man. Let me just reiterate this one time, again, and I'll probably have to say it again because, like, I I I, I genuinely love you guys, man. Like, I, I mean everything I said. Like, I would not have made it through this fucking season without y'all. Like, every single fan base. And I'm sorry that I'm sure at times, like, because Tyler is one of my best friends and he called me out about it earlier. I'm sure that I've been like, you know, a little bit, maybe I've been the insufferable and I get it. I get it. <laughs> like I, it's been a, it's been a long four and a half months. I will I will defend myself by saying that the other part of it, man. Um, I mean, like you, there's so much, there's so much time left. There's so much time left. And, yeah. and there's really, there's only, there's only one, like what worried me about this is, I mean, you saw the one post that somebody said like i hope every fucking corgi on earth dies like fuck so, so like much. a little much fuck you guy <laughs> like that's it's because because the whole thing is and I, I know for a fact that guy thinks he was joking i, I you know i get it yeah, yeah at the same time it, like you know that's like a personal attack in in some very well, thinly that's, that's veiled way that's the internet right right and, that, and that's yeah. kind of what i expected more than anything so let me apologize again and I, I love you guys. And again, there's so so much time left. Willie Gray, all y'all. So now Come these on, all man. all these all these. All right. So uh, we're having a little bit of te- technical difficulties here, Chris. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Um, this. Let's see. We were listening to that one. I don't, it wasn't. It wasn't uh-huh. great. No. Let's listen. You already listened to the whole thing. That guy seemed nice. <laughs> that one. There's just Wait, a lot you, of there's just a lot of depression. Let's go to this one. Well, let's, I mean, depression's a real thing, Tyler. I'm hey, depressed. Peacock and Marler. <laughs> well, he this said Marler. Nat and Frank. We've had a tough day. Currently have Desperado playing in the middle of the Desperado. Coach Kevin Kelly. Just absolutely destroyed the Presbyterian College football program. It's not good. And Mark, the Mark Richt football coach from 2013 to 2015, decided to take over the body and mind of Kirby Smart today. Knew going into the game. Both of us knew going into the game. 
Jameson Williams, John Mechie were things to look after. I mean, John Mechie, they've been playing the second half, and he still showed us his wrath. This is a two-man show half, here. Like I love this. Off three catches. I mean, ridiculous. And we saw three times we got into the red zone. Four. Four, four. Scored one. Scored one. Four red zone possessions. One time. How are you supposed to win a game when Bryce Young is over here absolutely slinging it 400 yards? And I mean, like, we would would look like the best team in the country until we got to the 20-yard line. And as Frank and I saw this year, the Presbyterian College football team would go out on offense in the red zone. And it's, you know, we're down now. We're now we're seeing Bama again, probably in the national championship. We don't want to, yep. because they're going to win again. Because <laughs> yep. Nick Saban has all of his former coordinators just beaten down. Always, he lives. Fisher got Nick Saban lives in the University of Georgia's head rent free. This breaks my heart. This is awful. And, uh, that's all we got. We, I'm tired of seeing this movie. Every year, it's not even a good. I, I it's, like it's, a, it's a it's a shitty movie. It's, not it's a, a shitty movie whatsoever. It's a shitty. Movie. Pause it. What okay, was her goodbye. name? What was her name? Congrats, Chris. Frank and Matt. It's Matt and Frank. And I, I just, okay, I'm just going to say the way he said. <laughs> the way he said, "Congrats, Chris." I want both of them on the podcast next week. <laughs> I, I, I like. I want to reach out to all these Georgia fans. I want. I want all them to have like a moment of redemption of some sort. I want them. I want them both on the podcast. Reach out to us. Matt and Frank. That was, that was fantastic. At Tyler Hawk on Twitter, at Vern Funquist on Twitter. Yeah. That was just a, that's just a, a duo right there. from the little blurbs that, with some starred out letters that I can't wait for. Name a better duo than Matt and Frank. Yeah, I love it. All right, what do we got next? You can't. All right, here we go. <laughs> this is it. This oh, is all year thanks. long when... When Uncle Chris and everybody else is like, oh, why, uh, You're laboring? Why do y'all have so little faith in Georgia? This is it, man. Uh, fuck. Bennett is, Bennett's fine. Bennett will shit on some teams that are not that talented with a defense that is a, above average, above average. Um, Love I average. Know I'm to be generational. That's fair. But, uh, yeah. I mean, kind of, I think this is what we've been scared of the whole time. It's fucking Bryce coming out and throwing, throwing for 600 yards on us because, uh, fucking kids are good. And, uh, he did. And we didn't have an answer. And, um, our run, de- we, we shut your fucking run defense down, Marler, but like, by the way, how hammered is this guy, first of all? I mean, as he should be, this is fine. Let him do him thing. Let and him second of thing. all, I feel like he's talking just directly to you. This is a conversation he's having and with that's you. that's fair. That's fair. It's, it, I, I get these Yeah, I mean, Bryce Young threw on our asses all day. And, I, uh, I built this community. <laughs> of congratulations on making it into the playoffs. And we're going to face these fucking guys again. And I don't know what we're going to do this time. I'm going to probably lose again. Um, I don't. I'm like, it's not 28 to 3 when we lost to the Falcons where I'm going to cry. That's fair. I kind of saw this coming from a mile away. The Falcons, when the Falcons shit the bed and lost the Super Bowl, it was a, a rough 30 minutes. It was it was an unexpected couple hours there. Um, but this is why uh, Georgia fans have been 
Better button for a minute. Sorry, I know this is long as shit, but uh <laughs> No, you're fine, bro. Fucking congratulations, Marler. Uh you and Saban robbed all the joy out of Georgia again. I hope you're happy. Yeah, I'll tell you this, man. I sat there, I don't I, I said this in the pod, I don't know if you listened to it, but I said this in the pod the other day. I was like, because I thought I thought this was the coordination, I thought this was Georgia's thing, and and I wanted to make it very clear to them, like if you feel like crying, good. You should. This is a like you. This is your time, man. This is it means sports fucking mean a lot to us. I sat here yesterday and I just was. I remember sitting back here in tears, like watching the the replay, and I'm I just like just literally just tears. And and Kristen texted me and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm not telling you." And she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm just sitting here listening to that fucking Coldplay song and the montage of the things with tears literally streaming down my face." And it was just like I just was so happy. So I, I appreciate y'all saying that. It's fine. Oh God. Oh, there's some people in here. Oh, this is bad. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. Get into going. it. Find the ones with the most. Hey okay. Guys, well, I want to see uh, this, this is Georgia fan Caleb. And uh, I already see this not live super happy here. right now, which is odd because I'm usually really happy when Marler's wrong. Uh, not today. Uh, some reason Marler being wrong about Georgia winning by two scores. Uh, not doing it for me this time around. Uh, but, you you know, you got to give credit to Alabama. Their offensive line decided to show up for work for once. So, good on them. Hope we see you again in the natty. Uh, always going to support the dogs, but that was uh, that was hard to watch after this whole season. Uh, But, you know, it is what it is. I still love Stetson Bennett with all of my heart. And anyone saying JT Daniels would own us that game, you're just wrong. You were just flat out wrong. Yep. And I want you to know that you're wrong. Go Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> he all said right. go Ducks. He said go Ducks. Go Dogs. Oh, all right. Well, all right. Here we go. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Hey, Marla. Hey, it's me, Jordan. The Georgia video. How the fuck does Stetson <laughs> Bitty start over Carson Beck? Carson Beck was our number two quarterback in spring, in summer, and in fall. But all of a sudden, Stetson Ben is number one because he fucking begged Kirby for opportunity. He said, what Brad Nestler said tonight, what the fuck? How? Tr- how do you, is, is how do you put the 5'9", plucky little white kid <laughs> walk on with a cool story? How? And then... Oh, on top of all of this, know who our left tackle was starting tonight was? Jamari oh. Sawyer. Yeah. Jamari Sawyer was a game-time fucking decision. Roger Jones started the last three games, if I'm not mistaken, and He's played huge. well. So good. But all of a sudden, Jamari Sawyer started. And he played well. He, didn't, he held up. But why the hell, when JT gets healthy, do you not put him back in his position? Because it's not the same. Kirby says, oh, it's competition. You got to win it in practice. Bullshit. If that was true, JTD the fucking starter right now. That's Stetson point. wouldn't jump from three to fucking one because JT got hurt. They don't even make fucking six. It goes one, two, three, not one, three, two. So fuck out of here. Ah! <laughs> Sir. Hey, oh, you did I love call, hey, you did call oh. this. Uh, look at this. I'm sorry, guys. Y'all didn't deserve that. Um. Great job, podcast. Fuck Florida. Um, fuck Oregon State. And, uh, hey. I'm gonna cry. 
So same guy called back. I love you, bro. I want later. you on the show too. I want you on the show too. I fucking, I, what was his name? I fucking, I, I want you on the show. Jordan. I love you. That was, he that actually, was, had, he left three voicemails. So I only played two of them. Okay. Well, let's not play the third one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but let's end on a good yeah, here's, one. Here's a, band fan. here's a band fan. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, it's Bo back here again, and so I am happy as all get out. Roll Tide. I can't believe that game today, man. That was one heck of a performance by the Tide, and man, I really didn't know if we had it in this or not. You know, and like uh, really happy for him, and happy we got the uh, SEC championship once again. And uh, I think, I think after the playoff rankings, I think we're we're going to be number one after that performance. Um, not only that, shout out to the basketball team as well, beating Gonzaga today. I mean, what a what a time to be alive, to be a Bama fan. What a day. You guys have a good one. We'll see you later. <laughs> I will and, say that. And you should I, be relishing in it. He's not wrong in anything he said. I am shocked that somebody who uses the word heck listens to our podcast, and I love that guy too. And I appreciate you, bro. I really do. That's awesome. Um, oh man, there, there, there's a lot of voicemails left, but I think they're all pretty much the same at this point. So you guys, get well, to, let's get into them, Tyler. That's the whole point of this. You're not gonna play. We're gonna play all. We're not gonna play all of them, but we should play several more. <laughs> you the want fun, to? The, 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 yes, yes. Okay. And they, they, these people reach out every single week to us to do this. Well, and, here, and this how about listen? We got this year. one today. This is day oh, after. God. Okay, play it. <laughs> What's up, fellas? Marlar T. Huck. Hope all is well. Marlon, I'm sure you're feeling good, man. Um, I am uh, not feeling great. But we recover. Um, I wanted to call because it's weird. You know, I haven't heard from a lot of Bama fans since Georgia lost. Uh, I have heard from a lot of Florida and Tennessee and uh, that's Auburn that's mind blowing to me. That's mind blowing to me. Auburn especially. Well, um, but the fan base that is getting on my nerves the most is my own. Georgia fans are the worst fucking losers. That it in, drives right me there. insane. Literally, all day, all I've heard is, "Oh well, our defense wasn't all that good." Um, which is is fine. I mean, Bryce Young torched them, but we haven't been good all year. We we are we're fraudulent. We don't even deserve to make the playoff. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. Cry more. Like holy smokes. Support yeah, your team or like get out, too. bro. It drives me insane. Anyway, yeah. Uh, hope all is well with you guys. Thanks again. The the pod has Man. really been a highlight for me this year. So appreciate you guys. Go dogs. And uh, we'll see you again next time. I want him on the pod too. I like, I fucking love this so much. Like we're going to, we're just going to have, we're going to have an episode because it's probably bowl season. Anyway, we're going to have an episode with all of our fans on here and we're just going to do little mini interviews and talk to all y'all. We need to get Chris on here too. Uh, from still basketball season. We fucked that up. Remember that. All right. Let's see some GDs and some of these. We can't, we can't include. Can't play any GDs. Um, Man, okay. there's a lot uh, of stardom. <laughs> play the ones with the stars in them. All right, here we go. Oh, well, this guy, Anthony called twice. I don't remember the first one. I haven't played it yet. Let's, the oh, first this one's... is it right here. 
This one. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hey guys. Hey guys. Okay. Let me pull the other one. Well, no. It's, a, it's a, look, go back to that one real quick. It said at the very. It said like all. Oh, he did say GD. Yeah. Um. So let's not play that one. But he did say I get all hopes that let's run down this year. Love y'all's uh, guys. Keeps love y'all's podcast. I love it. All right. So go, so that was nice. And we appreciate you saying that. Now go to the other one though. Hey guys, this is Anthony again, man. Like I, I still can't believe this bullshit. Like I can't believe we fucking lost. Like what the fuck? Like the D line, the D line been doing so good all fucking year, and we wait to the fucking SEC championship and not goddamn get no oh, pass. Well, we're gonna have to edit that. All right, so let him, let him, let him. This guy's got the smoothest voice ever, by the way. Ben I mean, he's he on the, the pod. He did last yeah, year. Son. Throwing interceptions, they're trying to do too much. Come on, man. I, this guy's the first interception. Like... We kind of make kind of. Kind of kept us, kind of kept us in. The defense kind of kept us in the game with that when he threw that first fucking interception by standing the receiver down. Come on, man! Like you can't be giving up pick sixes, man. Like we need to. I don't know why Kirby didn't put JT in the fucking game. I, I yeah, don't know. True. Like our de our our defense. Come on, man. That that. But yeah, like this some bullshit. You know who he sounds like? like he sounds bullshit. like Andre three thousand, like flat out. Yeah. All right. Love the pod, guys. And right. bring him on too. Yeah, we got some good. I love this. I think good, man, we have like I don't even know how big our audience is right now. Like, but we have the best fucking audience in the world. I think Y'all it's are pretty the best, big. man. I think it's pretty it big. It's pretty. It's way better than I thought it was going to be at the start of the year. You guys are the best. All right, let's do two more. All right, here's another one. What is this? This is um, this is Trip. Trippy, Trippy D. D writes on Twitter. This motherfucker. And I, I think that out of all the Bama losses that I've experienced as a Georgia fan, I might be the most devastated after this one. I told you. Just watch Georgia lose by three scores to Alabama on a year where I felt like we were definitely the best team. And I don't know if Nick Saban gave up his firstborn child. I don't know if he sold his soul to the devil. Actually, I think he might be the devil. This is ridiculous, man. I can't even believe it. And I don't know what's worse, what makes me more sick. Seeing how spoiled Alabama fans are, God. the Georgia loss itself, or watching Florida fans live vicariously through Alabama. At this point, it makes me sick to my stomach to even think that we would rematch them in the national championship, potentially. Pool is a tough one, boys. I'm going to keep drinking. Thanks, fellas. Damn, I like Trippy well, D a lot, and we'll get him on the podcast too. I, he's a he's a good dude, man. He was, uh, I think it was him. There was somebody yesterday that was like, I think it might have been him. He was like, there was a there was a non call on that on Jameson Williams on the left sideline the second quarter that I thought was probably pass interference because it was pass interference. 
and they didn't say anything. And I was like, and like 17 minutes later, he was, I was like, he was like, cry. And I was like, you don't even know what I'm fucking talking about, bro. This is like, this is, it's like we're almost 20 minutes past what I was mentioning. Um, no, he's I got, a, I got, I like I got a, a good one to finish off with here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love you, Trippy D. Hey, boys. Oh, God. Shit. Second time, long time. Uh, Marla, go ahead and drag me. Yeah. Shit. So you guys got it. Fucking George is never going to win anything as long as Daddy Saban's over there in Alabama. That's all there is to it. It's fine. I resign myself to it. But after we beat Michigan and y'all hammer Cincinnati, we'll see you again in the natty. That's all there is to it. Let's go. No matter what, go fucking dogs. Bye. I yes. fucking love this yes. guy. That's and we will end it. on that. And you're fucking right, dude. I gotta stop dropping the effort that loudly in this house because we had two kids in here. But um, that's that's and that should be the only fucking energy that any Georgia fans has moving forward. Like dogs by ninety, fucking pick up. Like you know, don't do what Chris did for four and a half months. Don't sulk. Like <laughs> you know, pick yourself up and you still got things in front of you. I didn't, so here we go. All right, let's end it on there. We got a lot to look forward to this week. I don't know if we'll preview the games just yet this this coming week. Um, because no, we no. got three weeks till the game, so we got We're a lot. Still doing of time. two episodes a week, just so you know. We still got a lot of time to de- dive deep into the uh, the matchups here in the playoffs, right. but um, we got a great bowl season coming up, so we'll be previewing bowls every week. Um, we're looking forward to it, man. Michigan Georgia is going to be a hell of a game. I think Alabama mm-hmm. Cincinnati will be a decent game. Um, so Cincinnati is going to want to prove they they should be there, so it should be maybe entertaining for a little bit. But I think Bama ultimately wins. Um, but we'll break that down, the, the Georgia-Michigan game down, and more. Uh, for Chris, I'm Tyler. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys later this week. Yeah. All right, good work, bro.